sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine podcast with Griff and Tony. Hey, what's up, everyone? Griff here. Another scintillating episode of the Beer Engine podcast lies in front of you for the next hour or who knows how long based on our last podcast, Tony. I mean, we went on forever with that thing. But uh, you know what? I'll I'll go ahead and bring him in, anyways. It's uh, my uh, my co-host. Uh, he was the beer curator for the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Tony, how you feeling? You you sweating a lot? You getting chills? Uh, and if if you're okay, can you tell us what beers do those freaks like? Huh? Am I sweating a lot? Yes. Have I got the chills? Yes. Is it because of a meth habit? Yes. But I do not have any taste left. So in my job, that is an issue. So they were sponsored. They were sponsored by Budweiser, Tony. So were they? Uh, were, were they? Were you just slinging buds? Were you pulling out like old bud uh, uh, out of the archives, like aged, specially aged cave age lager? Were you pulling out some shock special shock top variants? What are you? What are you ripping out for the for the crew? We weren't pulling out any vintages. Sturgis is not that kind of place, but we we were we did reach into the archives, brewed a special shock top. But the one thing we had to be careful of is not including any Celsi in the um in the I know in, the, in the I know. in the tap list. Uh, just not big with the biker crowd. I myself am not a fan of them, as um, as you would know, being a biker, I cannot promote softness. Um, so. Bud Light was right. even down. That yep. that only made up a good sixty percent of our inventory. Now, did oh my we get, gosh. did we um, lace things up and do beer cocktails? Yeah, we did beer cocktails. We we um, put a lime in them, not like Bud Light lime or anything like that. Just good old fashioned Bud. Just One, shove a lime in it, like Corona. Corona with a lime. Shove it. Shove it into your Budweiser. Hey, That's don't mention doing. that Mexican shit. Around a Sturgis oh, crowd. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be trotting that out. Yeah, unless it's around the mines, and we all know that uh, even they are not willing to stoop to Coronas. They want their beer to be macro, to be made in American, and to be made by about six people because it's all automated. The way good beer should be crafted by six people. Now we know, and eighty thousand, um, <laughs> eighty thousand, eighty million dollars worth of robots. Or eighty thousand dollars. I don't know. They they probably negotiate the robot maker down pretty low. Uh, I I'm I don't know, Tony. I'm saying that just because of the diversity of the uh, beer crowd out there, I would guess that uh, there was a. I don't know. I, I would feel like there's at least a subset of bikers who are huge into pastry stout. I would I would bet anything that's true uh, based on my interaction with the three or four people I've ever known that rode a motorcycle. Now, you you have to separate a biker from people who ride, ride motorbikes. I know well-rounded individuals who make the crazy decision to get on a motorcycle, but bikers are a whole different beast. So here's a smooth segue, of course, and we're here with our favourite motorbiker. It's Kelly. What's up, Kelly? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been on a motorcycle? I've sat on a parked one. On a parked motorcycle. I've never been on, I've never even been on that, I don't think, actually. Really? You, oh, you guys haven't lived. I, like, haven't, I haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> 
like fair I'm not, enough. I'm not talking like I've been on a bunch of Harleys or anything, but uh, living where I do, like people have bush blocks and, and they would often ride motor, motorcycles on it and you'd either jump on a small child's motorbike and ride that sucker when you're a kid or or as you got older and you needed to move um, on this bush block around, you would you would jump on the back of a motorcycle. They are scary. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about to go out and buy one. And with my balance, I applaud the people that were willing to to take me on as a passenger. That is scary shit. The guy who famously fell out of a car just going careening off of a motorcycle at 75 <laughs> miles an hour in the <laughs> middle of the middle of the outback. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I survived. When I think about it, it could have gone really, really bad. Yeah, that, I, I just foresee that happening. Like like me riding a bike when I was eight. I'm just gonna just go, you know, toppling over, and then the you know the the 600 pound motorcycle just lands right on my face, and I'm dead. So squished. didn't even go anywhere. I do have a story about that and bikers. So um, it's not necessarily one of the roughest areas now, but when I went there it's it was notorious uh king's cross in sydney um it's fairly well known for its nightlife now and it's got strip clubs and and nightclubs and whatever else and so a friend things of, bikers love we all love them yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we, we'd gone there for a football the gentle, game the gentleman's club yeah. <laughs> we'd gone there for a football game and that was cheap accommodation we were both um still at college at that point um so we'd traveled up there and we were we'd been out for a few beers at a pub walking down the, the footpath some bikers pull up, and one guy with his eyes absolutely pinned pulls pulls up, stops, forgets to put his feet down, and his Harley just falls with him on top of it, still <laughs> holding onto the handlebars. And I was literally five feet away, and I cracked up. Oh yeah, no, I would. I it's it's uh it, it's just like it's like the the wipeout type TV shows, right? We're all. All people who are doing trying to do anything funny, including us, I guess we're not maybe maybe not very good at it. But um, we're all just trying to replicate the laughs you get from someone falling over. Yeah, we'll never be able to be funnier than somebody falling down. That'll always be the funniest thing. But was that really a wise choice on my part? I really should to laugh at the biker. Yeah, yeah, standing outside the biker bar, pointing and laughing, doubled over. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't just, like just, he was alone. He was with. They rode in as a group of six or eight. Yeah, and he was absolutely pinned. He was on some good shit, I tell you. Pinned? Oh, you mean he was, like, hammered? Well, I actually mean he was probably on, on speed or something like that. Um, oh, because yeah. the pupils were absolutely dilated and, yeah, he, he was more than drunk. The drunk was not – I'm not even sure whether he had a drink, but, yeah, he was on he was on some good gear, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like um – you know, back to Sturgis, I uh, I feel like that. I don't even know what that looked like before coronavirus, but they still had 400 and some thousand people there. And I just can't imagine being around that many people at once. Like that, that sounds like, like the Burning Man. I'm just, I'm, Tony, I'm just going to run through these and nobody will remember. And I might not remember, but all these different jobs you're going to have in the future are going to be curating beer for Burning Man, curating beer for, I don't know, what's another festival? I can't name two. I can uh-huh. name What's that? Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Celtsy one right there. You'd be flinging oh, yeah. Celtsies left and right out of a cannon for that one. So when, when I do that, all right, we need the listener, uh, some listener out there to call me out for already predicting that I would get this lazy 
in just using the same type of gig over and over. I already had you curating the beer for the Wuhan wet market. So that was a pretty good one. Uh, I wrote out of stuff for you to do. So uh, we need some new fast food restaurants or something to open up so you can sell beer to them. Uh, so Tony, uh, we had a good week. I know we're hogging the mic from our guests, but I think uh, she'll have some comments about some of this stuff. We had a good week of comments from our listeners. Um, so I thought I would mention our friend, Mr. Wise 456, who has been commenting on my myriad check-ins to various sweet pastry stouts and saying things like, uh, accurately, uh, diabetes beer supreme. Uh, they send me, uh, and so I, I can't get through more than a couple sips of these confection stouts. They send me running, for my Pilsner, he's not lying. They are very sweet, but let me tell you that fantastical apparitions of none such. The coconut vanilla marshmallow burial was Ooh, fire. Wasn't that it? was top notch. Yeah. So, Mister Wise, I would t- I would just give you one tip, which is tr- try those couple sips because they're killer. Now, um, the um, the mystical whatever of none such was that the first mm-hmm. time that. Um, in the history of doing this show, that you've both given a five to the same beer. I'm not saying you're miles no. apart on your ratings, but often Griff will give five stars because that's he's like me. That's how he rates a beer. It's five stars or mm-hmm. or five point seven five. It's either it's either enough. Either I'm not. Either I forget to rate it and I've I've passed out, or I gave it five stars. But there have been the odd occasion where Griff rates it a four and a half, and Kelly gives it a five, and it's the first time I've really seen you guys in unison giving a score like that. Oh. It, it was awfully good. It was um, good. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm excited for this week because I did post about this, and he had sort of a similar. Uh, and, and again, I, I, I am not disagreeing with our, with our, with our friend here that these are insanely sweet, and they do make your teeth feel dirty after you drink one of these stouts. That's you have that like man, that kind of thick, you know, sort of hanging around mouthfeel that sort of lingers with you for as long as you want it to linger with you until you brush your teeth. Um, but there's one that's coming out this week that's just all oops, all coconut. I've been calling it, so I'm I am all about that one. Uh, yep. One other comment from uh, listener Tyler. Uh, Tyler commented on our brand new. Uh, I post on Instagram about our brand new Twitter account, Tony, um, which has uh, been obviously run by me. Not to give it away, I've been posting things that only I, my dumbass, would post. So feel free to post. You know, whatever you would post, Tony. I don't know, like a picture of beer, and like, and they're like, hey, check out my cool, you know, glassware or whatever that that you would do. Um, <laughs> and he says, uh, that's kind of a deep cut. Uh, he says, Q and on retweets only, please. So I'm still working on finding. I gotta, I gotta get on board with just. I want to have a follower list that's me just following like Stefan Molyneux and uh, praying medic. What's that guy? Steve, Steven Pinker and Alex Jones. And that's who all the only people I follow are that plus like you and Brian. And then <laughs> and that's all I'm doing is posting and retweeting stuff about fucking JFK Jr. or whatever. But the problem is most of these guys have uh, had their accounts on social media deactivated. Deactivated. You can't follow uh, Alex, got de- Alex got Jones. Deplatformed. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Deplatformed. So uh, it'll be a challenge to actually. Um, I have to get on Parlor Beer Engine. Check out the Beer Engine Pod on Parlor. I'll never remember to do that. But I, we're 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 right. 
We should be right before the New York City Proud Boys or whatever on, on the Parlor app. Are you familiar with the Parlor app, Tony? I'm not familiar with Parlor. I was aware of other ones. Like, is it like Telegram? Is it Telegram? There was Gab. Gab, Gab. was the really, was the really crazy one. Yeah. Gab was Gab was wild. Uh, don't 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 look for us on Gab. We're not there. Tony, you had some commentary on your Untapped. What kind of what kind of excitement were you getting from from our? you know, loyal listener base here. Well, I just want to uh, just take a second to acknowledge that I was checking a beer. So if I just sounded distracted, I just remembered that I'd had a beer that I hadn't checked in and I had to check it checking in. Checking his beer, yeah. Yeah, so I got three badges for that. So that that's always a good sign. Oh, congrats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the badges. Um, but I did get a comment during the week and um, – it's from Corey Kay. I think we're using the last initial with people, and that is his untapped name. And it, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> that is convenient because you was his name, and you were just using his last initial. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> lines up again for Tony, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and uh, this is Corey speaking right now. I should tell you now. I have an internet crush on your accent. I want to sound. A soundboard of you. Um, look, there's one thing I'm good at, and that's cutting out my own voice. So I can get that soundboard for you, Corey, if you're really keen on it. Um, I'm glad you've got an internet crush, which is very different to a crush in real life, because I'm I'm afraid you would be sorely disappointed. No, I've already told the listeners. I've already told the listeners what you look like. You look like uh, uh, a, a couple of Italian footballers mixed together. You're very handsome. <laughs> See, I prefer to go with the descriptor, a bald Mario Batali uh, meets Corky <laughs> from One Life. Uh, what was that show he was a part of? That that actor Corky. Don't know any if anybody knows. He was on daytime television in Australia. It was an American show. Um, no need to look it up. It's just like a, a really messed up version of Mario Batali. Minus a little bit of yeah, the creep was, factor. Yeah, a little bit. But what about the Crocs? Yeah, where's the Crocs? I you, rock the Crocs. Yeah. I don't do you do, really? Not in public, but yeah, when I'm when I'm doing things around the house, yeah, I rock the Crocs. Who doesn't All rock right. the Crocs when they're when they're just doing stuff around the house, especially in like spring and autumn? They're the perfect shoe wear. Not cool enough for as you guys would call them flip flops. Not warm enough, sorry, for flip flops, but not cold enough for UGG boots or moccasins. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I feel like indoor wearing is permissible for Crocs, but I would say a, a, public wearing of Crocs is questionable. Oh, I think you may be underselling your your creep factor here with relationship to Mario Batali. I mean, you are not obviously not as creepy as Mario Batali because he's Thank criminally you. creepy. Uh, but you have you have a record a, a record on on the record. In fact, uh, not that anyone could ever find it again because those those records are lost to. You know, the internet wayback machine, and even then, good luck. Uh, you have a long history of, of just remarkably creepy statements <laughs> <laughs> for years and years of a, in fact. Yeah, but they're much, uh, so, they're much more benign than Mario. Speaking of things that you find, I, I was, um, as you do, doing a clean out of old hard drives and, and things like that, and I ran across um, some friends of ours, and they were, um, they used to, have a production on the internet, uh, a podcast, in fact, that they used to produce oh, together. No. Oh. 
And I actually found video footage of them together going through a <gasps> container store. So I might just have to send it to them privately because it is God knows how many years old now. But it, it, like a container store, like the container store? The like container the store. store called the container store? Yes. in Purveyor um, of containers. Yeah, that's what they sell. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was in Las Vegas uh, near a Borders bookstore. Oh, wow. So that is old. Yeah. Those don't exist anymore, huh? Rip. I only know the container store still exists from the shows that this one over here watches of various, it's just this addiction of various people doing organizing. So we got organizing going on during the day and then at night it's flip on that TV. We're going to watch some organization. If I'm not doing it myself, I want to watch other people doing it. So we've got a new show on Netflix, don't we? That's all about organizing. That's just been released in the past couple of weeks. The home edit. (laughs) <laughs> Which is better, Marie Kondo or this new thing? Um, well, I think it, it depends because if you if you want a dose of celebrity in your organizing, then the the home edits show will give that to you. Mm-hmm. The very first episode they organize Reese Witherspoon's costume closet. So you get to see all of her stuff from uh Big Little Lies and from Legally Blonde. And that's super fun. But if you want to have like a more like practical, like how to actually go through all of your shit and experience someone having to like go through everything that they've been hoarding for a billion years in their entire house, then you watch the more crying too in condo. Uh, Probably. I think uh, I just, I just want to throw out my um, impressions of the home edit on my, on my one viewing. Uh, They went and saw, uh, one of the Kardashians, Chloe Kardashian, I mm-hmm. believe, and did some, you know, they did some stuff in her garage or something. I don't know. Yeah, they were. And uh, uh, when she came back to look at it, it had big uh, mommy, mommy, look what we did vibes to it. <laughs> it was it was kids doing a project for their mom. And I was giggling the whole time because that's that was that was pretty much the relationship they had was. Chloe Kardashian apparently, I guess, just threw some money at them and was like, uh, yeah, just get this, you know, can you just fix this or whatever? And then they came back and they're clapping their hands and yelling, like, you got to see this. It was just, it was very funny to me. And it was very adorable, too. And they got paid and put up in a hotel. So who the hell am I to complain? I would love to just get, like, I would just love to have, like, my, all I want. Listen, I'm just mad because my mom's not proud of me. All right. That's my problem. I want my mom to be proud of me, Tony. And I'm sad about it. So now these people have just a million celebrity moms and they're all proud of them and they all love them. And here I am, you know, by myself and crying and I'm, everything's disorganized. All my shit's (laughs) everywhere all the time. So what, what were we talking about? Something about Netflix (laughs) (laughs) and you went into, you went into therapy. So yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, so, Hey, uh, guess what? We were, um, you got to hear about what about this, Tony. Now, I know you guys are rounding into probably your spring. Is that what it is there that is correct. In, in Australia? Yep. Well, good news. We are rolling right into the fall. Everyone in Chicago's favorite season is the fall, which oh, is yeah. ve- which is very funny because we get I would say there's this there's this vision that we have three to six weeks of like fall weather where you're walking around in your hoodie and you got your leggings on and you got your little hat on and you're, you know, crunching the leaves. When in real life we have, I would say three days 
of that. I was going to generously give us two weeks. No, I think it's about three to four days. Um, also, you forgot the most important basic accessory. What is that? Your pumpkin spice latte. You need your PSLs. <laughs> yeah, I was getting there. Yeah, we got our PSLs. Everything's good uh, for two to three days a year here. The PSLs are already out. Uh, they don't want to hold those back. They can make money on those over at, over at Starbuds, Starbugs. Um, and uh, it's pumpkin beer season, Tony. Excellent. Which really means that all the beers that do the pumpkin spice thing will all taste the same. No matter what style they, they put on it, they will all just be overpowered cinnamon messes. Not a yeah, fan of the pumpkin spice. I, and and <gasps> we will let allow Kelly to react to that. And I three, two, one. strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I don't care. I you, Label me basic, whatever. I mm-hmm. love a pumpkin beer. She and basic. I don't care if they come out. I, I am. Listen I, to this. She's going to be snuggling up in the flannel blankie with three episodes of the home edit under her belt uh-huh. and, and double fisting a Schlafly pumpkin and a Bud Light pumpkin <laughs> seltzy. If only that seltzy existed. <laughs> I really want a pumpkin seltzer. I just, I don't care if it's gross. I just want to try one. So Tony, we've talked about pumpkin beers in various mediums before. Uh, have you, is Australia, I, I understand Australia is of different beer sensibility than the U S to a degree. Certainly you're in different seasonality than we are due to what with being in the Southern hemisphere and all, but, uh, are you, are pumpkin beers existing there? Are you, are you having yam beers, other, other various, uh, root vegetable ales of other types? Your gourds. Yeah. Are your gourds being, being maximized to their full <laughs> ale potential? No, they are not being maximized to their full potential. Not good. Yeah. Pumpkin spice is not a thing here. Uh, pumpkin in Australia is treated exactly the same as squash is. It is a savoury vegetable, and therefore we don't do pumpkin pie. It's just not a thing that exists, and we certainly do, don't do Halloween. It takes off occasionally and, and gets a boost every five years or so, and maybe one or two people throw a Halloween party, but that's about as excited as we get. But, uh, yeah, it's not really a thing here. So the whole pumpkin spice um, changing of season thing, not something that we do here. Maybe that's why I don't have any attachment to the pumpkin spice. We need to find someone who will sponsor a big shipment of pumpkin beer and canned pumpkin to send I'm, to you. I'm positive that you 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 get American beer there. I am I am almost certain that you will get a pumpkin beer from someone in oh. America I, that you could get delivered to you. Not yes. not one that maybe is going to sit on your shelves at, at Richie's IGA. <laughs> Proud Facebook follower I, I am of Richie's IGA, though. I just want to shout them out. Thanks, Richie, for showing me beer pictures. Um, I don't think you're getting them there, but yeah, I bet you could buy pumpkin. I bet anything you could buy pumpkin. That was the one that I would have guessed would be able to be found in Australia yeah. was pumpkin. Yeah, we can get American breweries that do it, but I thought you were talking about specifically do Australian brewers actually brew a pumpkin spice beer and it's just not something yeah, our brewers so. do. So, Yeah, um, no, I, I figure, yeah, I, I get you, yeah. We, uh, we have them in, in wide supply, despite, the make, despite every beer writer on earth making fun of them for the last five years. Uh, you can get as many pumpkin beers as you want here. Well, uh, what we don't know about them is they can publicly – rant and rave that 
pumpkin beers come out too early and wham, 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 but are they drinking them at home? Maybe. Probably not, but they are, uh, they are selling a lot, uh, pumpkin beers here. And even though I, and even though I really don't like a lot of the pumpkin things, I don't like pumpkin pie, Tony. I don't, I don't like the construct of pumpkin pie. You don't like it either. No, it's not my yeah. favorite. Okay. Uh, pumpkin spice favorite. lattes are just pure sugar. True. Just sugar, milk. That's a tummy ache. Speaking of diabetes, tummy ache, uh, that that's a big one. Um, but pumpkin beers, I pumpkin don't, bread I don't is mind. good. Pumpkin bread is good. That's all right. But is it better than cornbread? No. It's di- oh, it's, oh, it's different. Not even different. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, completely different things. But I'm just saying, if we're going to have a vegetable-based beer, um, it's like number three, pumpkin bread. It's you've got hey, honestly, if, yeah, if I was picking blind and I didn't know what beer it was from, I would pick beer made with corn before I pick beer made with pumpkin. I mean. Just because, you know, Spotted Cow, for example, Kale, oh. is made with corn. I was going to say cave-age lager. And cave-age lager is made with, I think it's made with rice, actually. Oh, damn but, it. Uh, it's, uh, uh, we got plenty of corn beers here. I don't know how much of that you even, I mean, you probably don't have a ton of corn, corn-based ale. Um, we're starting to see it used as an adjunct because it's a perfect adjunct for us to be using because Australia gets fairly warm during the summer. So anything to thin the beer out, whether it be dextrose, sugar, uh, wheat, um, anything at all that, that does that rice, they're, they're all reasonable adjuncts to use. And I think uh, specifically in the craft world, we've seen a, a good resurgence in corn and away from sort of that, that corn in inverted commas flavour. But use as an adjunct, I'm a big fan of it. And I always used it as a home brewer. Um, I always thought it was really good in um, sort of that that hybrid. I don't want to say Kolsch, but in that style, if I I was sort of wanting less yeast flavour and and wanting to really lighten the body, I was a big fan of throwing corn into it. So I really like those those beers and even lagers. That I know beers are lagers, but uh, as a style, I enjoy a well made um, lager with corn in it. There you go, Mexican style lager, huh? Uh, so. Uh, we got the pumpkin beer expert on hand. Uh, I would like on the spot for Kelly without any prep to just tell me her favorite pumpkin beer. And I know she'll be able to do it because it's sitting really closer. There is. One oh there, yeah. So. It's, it's Schlafly pumpkin ale. All right. Now tell us about why do you like the Schlafly pumpkin ale? What's better about it compared to say the ones that other people are getting out in the rest of the world, the, the Southern tier, the, uh, Blue Moon. Who the hell else? Even uh, yeah, Blue Moon. Sure, Shock Top Pumpkin Wheat. You know why? What could be better than that? I don't know. But um, why? Why do you like Schlafly so much? Uh, well, I that one I just I don't. Know. I'm just gonna, I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, do I open this one that's right next to me? It's warm. Yes. Um, so no. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was cold, I would drink it. No, it just. It, I think in my perspective, it really just nails the the right balance of of sweetness in the beer it's not cloyingly sweet and it has a nice like spice on the back end Mm -hmm. texturally like the mouth feel is good it's not super thin um i'd call it like a pumpkin like a pumpkin brown ale i would say is what it's in the bark of yeah but it's Imperial not quite ground, as like it's but. not doesn't have any like roastiness no it's true it just tastes like pumpkin Yeah. yeah it's just pumpkin it's the best one I, I want to know how many of these have I checked into on Untapped. All right, okay, Tony, how many how many pumpkin ales has Kelly checked into? 
Are you going to yes, set me in got, over under numbers? So I've got some sort I'll of. I'll set your number. All right, launch you pull, launch you. All right, you okay? Let's go over under. Uh, what do I want to set this at? I'm going to say fifteen. Oh, that's a good number. That's not too high, but that's a lot of one beer. Like, I can drink a lot of one particular beer and um, and only check it in once or twice. Fifteen's a really good number. I'm going to say that that um, Kelly's checked in more than fifteen. I'm going to go over. Yeah, you're right. It was actually twenty one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that can't even be. Them. <laughs> I just felt crazy saying the over under was twenty, but yeah, she said twenty one, and I would point. guess I've checked in more. I would, I would argue that I've probably checked in more. It's possible. It's possible, anyways. But um, yeah, so you've had a lot of sloppy pumpkin. We mm-hmm. don't, we we don't even drink like this year. We will not probably have a different pumpkin beer than sloppy. No, I'm I'm can. I'm done drinking other pumpkin beers. I've tried other She's ones and continuously them. always go back to sloppy pumpkin as the best one yep so you'll be like you know she's going to be crunching the leaves in the backyard jumping stomping on them mm-hmm. with a sloppy pumpkin in her hand with her uh, puffy vest yes yeah turtleneck <laughs> mm-hmm. all that stuff you know don't forget about you know, your your boots your boots yeah what else you got what else is, what else is part got of this scarf scene? yeah you got your, scarf oh, yeah, your the final best. scarf mm-hmm. like and plaid scarf yeah Probably have a hat with a pom pom on the hat. A little hat with a pom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Me, on the other hand, I'll be walking around with my uh, stained uh, white uh, tank top, um, my cut off jean shorts, and two steins full of Oktoberfest, right, Tony? That's what we like. More lager. More lager. That's what I want. We, we love good seasonal, like spring or autumn lager. I like my seasonal lagers. They are the best. They are underrated. I'm a huge fan of that. But I do have a problem with the tank top. White? Really? You're going with the white tank top? I would have thought you would have well, been... You can't, an- see, you can't see the mustard stains without without the white. I mean, well, maybe a black one would no. show it off too. But. You go the original <laughs> Chesty Bonds. Chesty Bonds are an Australian white beater. And you go the Navy. Always got to go the Navy. It's the classy. Navy. Navy, wow. All right, that's different here. Right here, if you really want to look, you, you cut your jeans off so that uh, you just have the little shards hanging off there, like the little rips. Shards. And then you've got the, uh, you've got your, your, your I, got my, I got my pretzels kind of dripping out of my mouth and my stein full of, uh, my stein full of Metropolitan Afterburner. And I'm, I'm in a good mood then, right? And yeah, what are you roll, smoking? I'm just rolling around. I'm packing up Winston's. Uh, ooh. Winston's, yeah, I got my uh, actually. Great I, no, I, I've got my Virginia Slims, baby. You know it. You know I'm not strong enough for those. I got, I'm getting. I'm, I'm a minty boy. You know how it is. Uh, I will say about Oktoberfest though. I, in the in the battle of fall seasonals here, I mean we've already gone through three different Oktoberfest mm-hmm. beers. Um, I love trying all the different ones. I love trying every brewery's version of it. Well, give me the um, quick rundown. Four because we had. Give me the the sort of quick ranking of those four beers. Who who started fairly high but ended up at the bottom, and then who who came out on top? They're all good. Uh, Metropolitan Afterburner is the best one, and it will remain the best, even though as we try more, I think there's not going to be one that's going to top. No, Afterburner. that's a that's a favorite um, for sure. That's the yeah, that's the finest one by by Metropolitan Chicago. 
Uh, second, what do you think, Kel? Should I say, would Dovetail? you say, what's up? Dovetails? Oh, yeah, dovetail. Yeah, that, actually, so that means I've had five. <laughs> uh, yeah, dovetail, I would put number two. These And those two are both, like, lager-focused breweries. Mm-hmm. So those two have got it down. I think those are my two favorites. Uh, then I'm going to go just off the top of the dome. I'm going to say Half Acre, Solomoth, Burial, in that order. And I love burials, and I think theirs is good, but it just wasn't quite as, like, rich rich as, and full as the other as the other two so um theirs was more like yeasty sort of bready type taste i thought but all all five delicious um but that's my my on the spot ranking of arbitrary five beers i've ever had uh in oktoberfest this year metro uh dovetail, dovetail half acre oath and burial i will say though I think Oath wins for most fun name. Yeah, Solemn Oath's beer at Oktoberfest is named Oktoberface, <laughs> uh, which is a very good, very good name. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a unique beer, too. It's kind of unfair to match them against this because they use like American, they use American hops instead of like German hops. Uh, so there's a little citrusy, sweet citrusy tinge on the end of it, which I really like, actually, but it's just very unique, so. So, Tony, are they firing up Oktoberfest where you are? I mean, it's still October coming up anyways, and it would be Oktoberfest right now. So is, is, is Australia uh, pumping those things out at this time frame, or you guys flip it around and you guys get, like, well, you wouldn't get, like, my fest in October. It doesn't make any sense, even though it's spring, but maybe you would. Maybe you're drinking Maybach in October. I don't know. Look, I think it really depends on the brewers, but we certainly see more of these than our um, spiced alternatives. Um but generally, we do match them up with the Northern Hemisphere. So this time of the year, we will be getting Oktoberfest because it's a good style to compare and contrast stuff that you can import because you can generally get it in fairly good shape, shape even though it's um, from your macro um, lager brewers like Feinstefan. Um, they have a Oktoberfest beer that we can get. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a classic, yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Wine Fest beer. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and so we get um, a lot of our brewers that sort of uh, benchmark themselves against stuff like that, and because that selling, they tend to put that out as well. So it tends to go with the Northern Hemisphere seasons more than more than the inverse, where we'd be get, getting Maybox. Because uh, really, yep. how much of a difference is there between the two styles? I know they're different, but they both suits, suit either end of the year. If you were to have a Maybach brewed for you right now, would you say, oh, it's completely the wrong time of year to have that? No, it'd be delicious yeah, would, this time of year. I would, I would throw the bottle on the ground and and, and scream. And, uh, <laughs> then, I would, then I would stomp into the house and set up my old-timey typewriter and write like a 600-word letter to the... To whom it may to, to the Chicago Tribune to publish so that the whole city can read it. Um, yeah. So, I, well, t- Tony, if you if you get any of those good October f- out there, let us know because uh, we we are inundated with them. I would say I would say pretty much every brewery worth its salt puts one out. Now, it's also very telling to me, and I guess this is true with me and beer in general, is that um, I will buy pretty much any brewery I likes. Any brewery that I like, their Oktoberfest, but I don't do that with anything else. Like I'll I'll buy anyone's Oktoberfest if I trust that brewery. Otherwise, but it's also telling just because like there's there's breweries I would never buy an Oktoberfest from, even though I might try other beers from them. And I think that is telling to me of what what I expect them to 
put out from something that isn't maybe like a pastry stout or a, or a hazy IPA or something like that, you know, cause sometimes it's like, eh, I don't think, I don't think I feel good about, you know, brewery X's uh, Oktoberfest cause I don't think they know how the hell to make a lager uh, for example. So just stuff a bunch of marshmallows in it. It'll be fine. Yeah. And speaking of Tony, um, since we're on the topic of, uh, fall beers and, and, uh, Basic, uh, basic bitches. Is that what we call them? Mm. Uh, not the nice way to say it. What do you mean, say? Basic. Yeah. I think everyone just says basic now. Yeah. Uh, well being on that topic, um, I thought we would play a game. Ooh, early game. I like yeah. Game. I want to get, I, we got to get a, keep, uh, I got to keep our excitement level high over here. We got, <laughs> We, we had a long, long day of work for one of us, and one one of us sat around and stared at his computer screen blankly for six hours. And I'll so, give you a guess as to who did what. But. So, just before we start the game, have we got an official beer of the podcast going on right now that we need to review in in fifteen seconds or less, or are we not partaking in a beverage tonight? Uh, we are drinking a beer, and I forgot the name of it. Uh, it was called like Death Stalk Death Stalker. That was the name of it. Not a yeah, roller coaster. Definitely a beer, not, not a roller coaster. <laughs> not a roller coaster, Deathstalker. That would be a great roller coaster. Uh, it was a burial IPA, and it was really, really good. It had uh, Mosaic and, um, no, Galaxy and Motuika in it. So nice. Big on the Southern Hemisphere hops. Yeah. Yep, some Anzac hops right there. Very delicious. That's a four and a half for me. What do you think, Cole? Mm, hold on. I'm taking a sip. See, this is how a pro does it. She doesn't rely on her memories because we all know that uh, tasting memories are some of the fastest to fade. True. I would give it a 4.25. All right. So there you go. 4.25, 4.5. That's about the par for the course level for her and I on Burial. So I think that's pretty good. It's it's exactly what you expect I would buy from Burial and and, uh, lift out of the box on a Wednesday afternoon like I did today. Mm -hmm. It's a... Hazy and it's full of southern hemisphere tropical sweetness and it's very yummy. Um, all right, Tony. So this game, you're gonna like this because it means that I got uh, I got a little note from a friend, Tony. He reached out to me this week, um, and uh, it was our friend, the pastry bot. He pinged me on DM on my Twitter DM. He slid into your DM. There he is. Yeah. So he uh, he slid into my uh, Twitter DMs and he was like, uh, you know, I would really like to write my own version of two brews and a light. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know why you're talking like that. You have a normal voice. It's sort of weird. How do you know he has a normal voice? He's a pastry box. I heard it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked for a little bit, went back and forth on it. Uh, as is the writing process with two people, you know, anyone who wrote for the Simpsons knows about the writers where they're all, you know, they're clicking their pens, they're looking around, they're reading the magazine. And then somebody goes, aha, you know, I have an idea. And, uh, so we decided, uh, that yeah, two brews and a lie is the right vehicle for pastry bot. But since he's really more of an ingredient focused robot as are, you know, other, some robots, uh, play chess. Some robots cure cancer. Some robots think of different things that could go in a beer. And that's what this one, um, we thought we might take sort of the, and this is, I apologize because this is the only thing I, either of us will say could think of 
to uh, compare it to. Um, Tony, have you ever seen Guy's Grocery Games? I have, uh, which okay. was kind of like a takeoff of Supermarket Sweep, wasn't it? But with Guy Fieri starring in it. If I and cooking, correctly. and there was cooking mm-hmm. also. Um, oh, that's right. So he would. Uh, so they had this game they would play where they had this big wheel, and the oh. wheel would roll through different ingredients, and you would sort of have a, a couple ingredients that stayed steady, and then the other ones they would spin through, and and you would have these two that were set, and then these other three that would change for each person. And Pastry Bot said, "I love that idea. That's a great idea." And uh, you guys like that voice? It's pretty good. So right? you need to invite um, the pastry bot on your show more often. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's going to host a whole show someday if he keeps it up like this. And, uh, it's a spinoff. And, and pastry bot told me he's he's basic too, so maybe that would be some of the good ingredients for us to focus on. So he he was telling me he's like, I'm putting my leggings on. I'm cozying up in my warm sweater. I got my pumpkin spice latte. It's shorting out all my instruments inside the, inside the pastry bot. Um, so he said, why don't we play the pumpkin spice edition of Two Brews and a Lie pastry bot version. So it's the double version oh, of, pastry, pumpkin of spice. Two Brews and a Lie. <laughs> Beer. 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 That was a lie. Yeah! So we got a different, uh, we'll say, technique here that Pastry Bot employed with, with coming up with this game. So sometimes, you know, uh, what we'll do is I'll sort of recite like a whole little bit about the beer and I'll give you a name of the beer, maybe an alcohol percentage or a brewery name or something. And, uh, you know, and then one of them is mixed in and one of them is really funny because like somebody wrote it, maybe it's me, I don't know. And there's like a funny one that sort of fits in there and you have to get the guess with one. It's kind of hard, right? Um, well, this time, uh, pastry bot came up with it and he's a little bit lazier than me. So he, and he only has so many faculties about it. He's just, he, all he's doing is he's saying, you know, Ooh, I want my sweater. Ooh, I want my leggings, uh, coconut, marshmallow. Berliner Weiss, you know, that's all he's doing all day, walking around. So he managed to put out, uh, essentially what he's put out are just ingredient lists. Okay. And I will give you three rounds, and okay. each round has one steady ingredient, much like the Guy Fieri game. Okay. And there are other ingredients that will change. Two of the beers are still real. One of the beers is fake. Got it. If that makes sense. Yep. So Tony yep. and Kelly, you can collaborate on this game. You oh, will be ooh. partners in this okay. game. Uh, I wanted to give Kelly this bonus because she deserves it since she's uh, continued to live in this house for all six months. And also, Tony has gotten pretty good at this game, so you, you're going to want to lean on him a little bit, okay. I would say. But he's, he's you also right. know me better than he does, so you might you might have some special mm. insights here. Okay. Alright, so let me fire Pastry Bot up. Let's get him whirring around in there. He sounds like a sort of sounds like a rocket taking off when you get him going. <laughs> And here's your first round. The first round is pumpkin. Perfect, right? That's like, okay. And it's Great. pumpkin. He, he, he was very clear to mention that this is pumpkin as in the vegetable pumpkin or fruit, I guess, technically. The seeds are on the inside of the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Um, so this he was 
very clear that this this was not pumpkin spice. This was pumpkin. 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 Okay. So who's uh, my pumpkin? All right, I'm reading. I'm just reading the slip that he spit out here. All right, mm. Here we go. All right, number one, pumpkin, peach, Berliner Weiss. Now then, so you got your you got your two ingredients and you got a style. That's yep. pretty good from him. I, I, mm-hmm. I like yeah. talking through these beers as we get them. So, okay. this one to me doesn't ring any alarm bells. This seems real to me, and I think it's real because I think this is a a beer that uh, our good friend that helps write the game with the pastry bot would actually seek out for himself. So I think it's it's sane enough to exist, and I think this is a a, a beer our our co-host would actually want to indulge in. So I think this is a beer mm-hmm. that Griff actually wants to get his hands on if he hasn't already. So that seems real. Yeah. I, my gut reaction says real. All right. Uh, number two. All right. Come on. I think got jammed. All right. The receipt's jammed in there. I don't know. All right. All right. All right we got pumpkin, coconut, lactose, IPA. <laughs> this just seems oh, like a God. mess. Um, so therefore, I think it's real. I, th- I think it's made by some brewery that may or may not know what they're doing. Um, I, it just seems too lazy to be ingredients that you would like jam together because they make no sense. And, and you try to be a little bit more clever than that, Griff. Um, I don't know whether Kat agrees with me, but that, that's super lazy. But he lo- like Andy loves coconut. He like, does, but we know that. That is. So that's a real I, I will just to just to. Not to interrupt here, but I will note that I love coconut because it's in a lot of beers. Right. <laughs> so it is sort of a give and take relationship there. Pumpkin coconut lactose IPA. Yes. Sounds thick. Does all right. So here's number thick. here's number three. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's see let's see what pastry bot's got for us. This one's long. All right. Okay. Pumpkin, peanut butter, peach, porter. Okay, this sounds disgusting. What you are high because it sounds delicious, but I don't think it's real. I I think this is a um, concoction that the pastry bot has come up with, and I think it's been endorsed by your husband. Um, Mm. I I think this is this is the made up one. This is the one ringing alarm bells for me. That that middle beer, it's just too lazy even for for the pastry bot. See, I'm kind of stuck because the the middle one is flagged to me because of simply because of coconut. I know, but this but it, last one just sounds horrible. <laughs> so, but at the same time, really, that doesn't does mean really that it's it, not but. real. Like there are plenty of beers that have been made that have way too many ingredients, and they sound like they've picked them out of the pastry, five different hats. We should remember what the pastry. Bo- do though too right the pastry bot is uh is is agnostic all he's doing is is now what we think he's doing is collecting all the different ingredients from untapped mixing them in his robot brain whatever that is computer i guess is what a robot brain is and spitting out what he thinks are the best possible combinations based on the collective ratings of the people see how do we know that so we so we don't know if these beers we know that they've been raided. Well. Yeah. That's what we know. So, How do so, I know that HBot doesn't have a TikTok algorithm and just shows you more of what you keep 
checking in. Well, in that case, the coconut one makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Kelly, I've got a strong feeling that it's C, but I will leave the final answer to you because we are working as a team and... We are. You know what? Let's... We can... And he's just looking at me and I'm, like, trying to read his face and it's... <laughs> I think it's funny. It's kind of hard. <laughs> um... I, I think pumpkin know. peach Berliner vice sounds funny to me. I don't know. The sour, I've never had a sour pumpkin beer. I don't know. Don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked in by that. Do not get sucked no, in. No, I know. No, 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 no. I was actually trying to think, have we not had a sour pumpkin beer? Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know. I did see that I did check in a pumpkin cider. I was hoping oh, yeah. for a pumpkin seltzer. Um, I don't know. My gut says the middle one. It okay, says B, we'll lock in B. Coconut lactose IPA. Coconut lactose IPA. Uh, no, he uh, he highlighted to me that this was one. So he said uh, he would put out. It said you know coconut lactose whatever IPA, and it said uh, by Pastry Bot Brewing. Or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so uh, that, that is the one that that, that he made up. Wow, good uh, choice, Kelly. I, I would have. Thank you. I would have gone for that third one. I just, I underestimated Griff's ability to be lazy with this game. Unbelievable. Oh, you, you wait. You, you think, you think I was being lazy. Wait, I want to know. You even know what is your way. this? What is the actual beer? Does the pastry bot tell us? No, so the other two are real beers. So yeah, pumpkin so- peach Berliner Weiss and pumpkin peanut butter peach porter. Uh, I threw away what he told me what it was. Oh. I threw it in the garbage in accident. So, well, as you uh, should, at yeah. least for that last one. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin, peanut butter, peach porter. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, type those words into untapped, and you will have no trouble finding what beer it was. Ugh. All right. Pastry box crying already, and his eyes are burning out from all the water. He's, you know, whatever. Whatever happens to him. going to get killed. He's all right. It's PSL. He's crying. Yeah. All right. So he's... He's all right. He's uh, he, he's got another round ready for it, okay. though, and and he's told me that round two is going to be apples. All right, I'm ready. Apples is the is the main ingredient here. Red's in apple. Round two. Let's go. So here's number one. It's he prints out like a dot matrix. Oh, absolutely. Type thing, right? With you know the little oh, dot, yeah. you know the little like rip out. You rip out the sides yeah, of like it. Yeah, like the or edges. Yeah. Now, you used I'm to make not- banners with those. Kid. Yep. Yeah. Now I'm going to give a very Australian reference. I'm not sure whether you've got an equivalent in the US, but it's like Dexter off Perfect Match. That's the kind of robot we're talking about. It's zooming over our head right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm to look that up. All right. Um, number one: apples, cinnamon, bacon, red ale. Say that again, because that that was a mouthful. Apples, cinnamon, bacon, red ale. Ooh, red ale is, is a herring there. That that's that's my only thought. Not so much the, the spicing, but um, definitely the the use bacon. Oh, <laughs> of red ale. Tony, famously the only one of the few beers just is a beer that had bacon in it. Wait, Tony, do you, do you try the voodoo, the voodoo donut, donut beer? Yes. Beer? Yep. It's, oh, 
I that there there are a few beers where I can like very distinctly recall the actual experience of like drinking it and like still the smell and like the mouthfeel and like this it was slick yeah oily it's disgust oh my god it's gross <laughs> all right so apple cinnamon bacon Ugh. red ale here comes pastry bot all right number two apple nutmeg pumpkin what sea salt gosa oh come on uh, that's uh. a right that that sounds like just as big a mess as the uh, first one. And why would you have a pinch of salt and then name it Goza? If you name it Goza, we know it's got a pinch of salt. Hmm. Question mark. Mm. Makes me think That's it could tricky. be real because the person writing this description just really wants to spell it out to everybody. that This is a salty boy. So. Hey, he puts out the style. I don't know what to tell him. I, I could have told you with the sea salt more than likely. But hey, maybe he was going to tell me it was like a black gosa or something. Uh, I have had a black Berliner Weiss before, just for the record. Gross. Um, yeah. All right, here's number three. Oh, all right. Uh, are you sure, Pastry Bot? You want this one? Right. Apple, donuts, brown sugar, vanilla, cinnamon. IPA. That thing is real. That thing is yeah. is legit. <laughs> that is like yep. a, a four point two three on Untapped. That last one. I have to check that rating. And there are people lining up around the block for this. Don't park next door. One BB. <laughs> one BB. So I'm going to say the last one's real. It comes down to the first two, and I'm leaning to B A. Um. It just seems a little off in the fact that red ale is such an uncommon style. I'm not thrown by the ingredients. Pastry Bot throws out all the ingredients he likes. So you just sort of have to discount them. It's the other factors around this description. He does. He does love bacon and he loves to throw that out. So maybe that, that, that's what kind of pushes me to be, but I'm strongly leaning to beer A. Kelly, how about yourself? I, I agree with you on this one. I real I I just the ba- the bacon is the tip off for me. All right. The fake beer was the second beer. It what? was the oh. pumpkin sea salt gosa. Uh, pastry bot is celebrating. Uh, okay. First of all, I'm now I'm really upset that pastry bot is not telling you what the actual beers are because who made this bacon apple monstrosity? Oh, let's look it up. You got untapped. I you do. Yeah. Ugh. Right. <laughs> bacon apple. Yeah, bacon apple. <gasps> Here you go. We found it. Oh. Yeah, it's disgusting. from. K- and there's more than one result. I am appalled. <laughs> A2 oh Brewing. Congrats <sighs> for your. What's it rated? 3.31. That's way too high. <laughs> what about the third beer? Oh what was it God. rated? Uh, apple donut, brown sugar, vanilla, cinnamon, IPA. Yes. So I think it was a... Uh, there's a, a lot of apple uh, no, donut. Uh, but it's spelled donut like, uh, like Homer would without Street. the U. Oh. Apple cider from donut. tired no. hands. <gasps> and they, they did it with my favorites. Omnipoyo. Yeah. Love them. What's the rating? 
Um, 4.09. Yeah, you were kind of, you weren't too far off. I was close. I was close. Very All right. Nice. Pastry Bot's got one more round in it. Right. It's starting to over. Sort of. Uh, don't touch him. He needs um, a nice PSL to cool him off. I know. Yeah, he does. Actually, that's a good version of it. Uh, all right. And speaking of, his number three ingredient is pumpkin spice. Here so we go. he made sure to point out in the first one that it was pumpkin fruit. Mm-hmm. And in number three, he is he is not partial to the pumpkin fruit being in here. He just wants to you to know that the spice is in here. So we've had beers that are pumpkin in name, but do not have pumpkin in them. You and I have both had beers like that. So mm-hmm. uh, which I'm fine with because who can I mean pumpkin has a very neutral flavor in it, anyways. Uh, I believe softly pumpkin does have pumpkin it in does. it. It does. I'm looking uh, at the label right now. But some of them do not. So um, and a couple of these do have pumpkin in it, so it's you know. But the main the main focus is the spice here. So all right, yep. Let's hear them. So here's number one: uh, pumpkin spice, uh, vanilla, coffee, pumpkin, lactose IPA. Okay, <laughs> these are hard to read because that that is an <laughs> ingredient list that I could imagine being put together in a beer, either skillfully or like. Hot garbage, not like cool garbage. This is like a hundred and five degree day, uh, about seventy percent humidity. Trash has been left out there for twenty four hours. That's how bad this flaming could, dumpster. Yep. This mm-hmm. is how ba- bad. So this you're saying that you're saying this beer would be made in New York if you're left out for <laughs> oh, 24, 48, 72 hours. It's the it's the it's the, I'm not. I'm just saying it could be skillfully made, or it could be the James Dolan of punk. Pumpkin spice bees. James Dolan, the uh, <laughs> owner of the Knicks, that's pretty good, Tony. Number two, uh, pumpkin spice, pecans, almonds, maple syrup, pumpkin, vanilla, coconut, lactose, Berliner Weiss. Oh goodness! Why do we? We've got pecans. Why do we need almonds? That's the question I want to ask. I'm not debating. Uh, you want you got your you got your toasted pecan flavor, right? And then you got your marzipan flavor. Oh, yes. So the fact that you brought oh, that up, yes. this is a, <laughs> there is an alarm bell ringing now because we all know this man has a thing, has a hard on for marzipan. Yes, and for, for and for pecans, in fact. I hate marzipan. I know. I'm right there with you. Uh, oh, good. Two next right. one. So that's a that's a, so here's number three. Pumpkin spice, coffee, chocolate, Schwartz beer. <laughs> Why would somebody make that? All three of these are oh te- terrible ingredient list. Um, <laughs> yeah. A Swartz pastry bin. bot. No, don't leave. <laughs> yeah, <it's> cr- <laughs> um, pastry bot. I'm not yelling at you. You're just spitting out the results. I, I want to make that clear. It's, it's like when I yell at Alexa. I'm not really yelling at you, Alexa. Or I'm yelling at Jeff Bezos. I'm yelling you're at the mad person at the, you're mad at the computer you. inside of him. Yeah. Yes, it's not even that. You're the people who program. It's just like when you get mad at our Tony. The Facebook. The people who read Facebook are the robots, not the people. Well, maybe the people too. The robots who read Facebook for a year didn't become Nazis because of being robots. They became it from reading Facebook. 
And all all pastry bot can do is mm-hmm. is read untapped. That's it. It's only as good. And this as is what he spits he out. Has. Yeah. So Kelly, I can't get a read on this. The last beer sounds terrible. <sighs> the first beer was a trash fire, and that second beer, the marzipan. Ugh, ugh, and uh, I know it's. <laughs> Andy, can you do a really quick just recap? Because these have right. extraordinarily long Number ingredient one, lists. They all have pumpkin spice in them. Right. Got that. The first one has. Uh, pumpkin, vanilla, coffee, lactose, and it's an IPA. The mm-hmm. second one has pecans, almonds, pumpkin, maple syrup, vanilla, coconut, lactose, Berliner Weiss. And the third one is a pumpkin spice, coffee, chocolate, Schwartz beer. Why would you put maple syrup in a Berliner? I, I don't know. Why would you put pumpkin that- spice in why, a why Schwartz beer? <laughs> well, I don't know that either. That, that seems... I don't know. I, I feel like I could make a better connection to that than maple syrup in a in a Berliner when that's going to have some element of like tartness to it. But maybe they're using I that to think... dry it out. But I, I'm with you. Mm. That that middle beer is the one that's ringing alarm bells for me. Um, yeah, I agree. That There's ingredient some... list is is very griff, and I think it, I think the reason the <laughs> almonds are in there. Pastry bot did it. I was okay. reading it. Okay, just like it's not the robots reading Facebook, it's not their fault that they spit out these ingredients. It's your fault for feeding it so much marzipan over the years. Uh huh, it is your fault. Yep. So I think he did that deliberately to get a visceral reaction specifically from you, knowing that you are not a fan of marzipan, and he, he threw in almonds knowing that I would question it. This is how deep he goes with these games at times. No, he's it's a tricky one. I think the maple syrup is also there's something you don't like that. Mm, well, maple syrup is such a hot topic in terms of flavor right now. People love it or they hate it. People are going into hot topic and complaining. It is the hot topic of ingredients. The store, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. <laughs> okay, good. Just want to be shake, it, shake hands on that. Good job, Tony. <laughs> yes. All right, we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, so you guys are guessing number two. We are. Correct. Lock it in. All right. Mm-hmm. Final answer. That is incorrect. What? Number three was the fake one by, oh. by Pastry Bot. Oh, my. Okay. It, essentially, the PSL lager, I would call it. Uh, the pumpkin spice coffee chocolate Schwartz beer. That is fake. Uh, I would not try it, but well, maybe I would, depending on who made it. Yes, but, you would. Uh, the pumpkin spice, pecan, almond, pumpkin, maple syrup, vanilla, coconut, lactose, very real, and uh, it is a crunchy. Ah, uh, it is an other half crunchy. Oh, pumpkin spice crunchy. <laughs> I love crunchy. <laughs> How could they do this? Yeah, it's oh. pumpkin spice crunchy. Just look up pumpkin spice crunchy. Okay. And you on. can uh, peep that rating. Tony, give me a guess on that rating for pumpkin spice crunchy with pumpkin spice pecan. You know them all. This is a hot, hot beer. I'm going to say this is a 4.32. Overshot it. 3.99 on the spice crunchy. Ooh. I guess New Yorkers or Brooklynites are a little pickier with their, their pumpkin spice beers. Oh, my goodness. For some reason. So. Okay, but now I want it. Now <laughs> now she wants it. She's into it. Once you heard it was a crunchy, it was good. Um, all right, so you went one for three. Pastry bot, uh, his big computer brain uh, has fooled these mere mortals 
it's amazing. Uh, uh, but I thought, I think I, as usual, I'd certainly agree with the, the logic both of you took was pretty good. Although I uh, disagree that a pumpkin coconut lactose IPA is that far out of the realm of possibility based on those beers we just talked about. So fair uh, enough. Really, really pretty, pretty fairly within the possibility of the current beer uh, world. Um, so Tony, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, not, not to jump away from our game too fast, but in a couple weeks, um, we've got, to, we've got a big trip coming. Uh, I told you this, uh, last week that, um, and Kelly will be joining me on this trip, uh, which I think is nice of her, but we'll be going to, <laughs> uh, only about 90 miles away in, uh, Southwest Michigan, where they recently had some, uh, diagnosed cases of, um, some sort of encephal encephalitis from mosquitoes. So very excited to deal with that. Just a different plague. I've been, I've been hoping for a different plague to get my hands on and Michigan seemed to offer that up to us. Um, and you offered so kindly to take some, take the, the, the weight off our shoulders of trying to plan for fun things to do and said, let me bear this cross for you. And I will take on, uh, the challenge of, of planning things for you to do. So, uh, Tony, uh, take it away. Tell us we're going to drive the 90 miles from the Chicago area to Southwest Michigan. What should we be getting into on our way? Our first one was chosen purely because of the first beverage on the, their beer list. Ooh, having trouble with that. And any time you have seltzer on your tap list, like we stand that. Everybody knows that we're huge stands of that. But when it's your first beer on your tap list, that is a must visit. And it's called Elky Seltzer, which is, it's got the, the E part of it round the wrong way. Should be Elka Celsi. We all know that. It's a hard seltzer oh, I get you, yeah. with hibiscus flour, Buckleberry and lactose, and we were talking about lactose. Oh my gosh, oh my that God. has so much alcohol in it. Six point three percent—that's a monster. Lactose in a seltzer. All right. <laughs> we were talking about that last show. How how that needed to happen. Um, it, it, Here it, you it, go. It seems to have reasonable reviews. Some of their other be beers look good, um, and it's got a sit-down video game table where you can put your your um, tulip glass. And, hey, and enjoy a tabletop Dig Dug. and a tabletop version of Dig Dug. Well, t uh, Tony, I have some good news for you. Uh, Kelly and I have been to this yeah. place, uh, in fact. Uh, they have in, a really cute little patio. Here in north, north, we'll say northeast Indiana, northwest Indiana, sorry. Yeah. Um, they have a little patio, and in fact, that's perfect. Unfortunately, we will not be playing a little video game because going inside is yep. um, not within our uh, interest level. But uh, I will, that actually is a great idea. I, it's funny enough, I had, that is actually one I didn't think of going to, despite them having that nice patio yeah. to go sit on. So, so yeah, uh, Burnham, Burnham's a good tip, Tony. And whether you choose to uh, stay there or get a takeaway version of the Elky Seltzer, you can get it in a growler, 32 ounce growler will run you 14 bucks. So no need to endanger your life. You can, you can certainly just uh, pick something up and go. I'm looking up at some of these other uh, beers here, Tony. What do we got? We got a 
This Mr. T blueberry oh sounds kind of fun to me, actually. The uh, ale with green and black tea leaves and local blueberries. They have a beer with creamed corn in it. You got your creamed corn ale? It's actually creamed corn. And uh, yeah, there's some winners here, Tony. All right, good call. Um, and I thought, why not mix things up? Why not go for a metery? We can do beer all the times. And then I was... I was also looking for cider or wine or spirits. But then I ran across um, Black Dragon Meadery. Now, I've included the URL. Not so interested in that because I didn't actually go to their website. I would get you to type this um, meadery into Google and look at their review scores Um, Mm. because it has some interesting reviews and review commentary at least on Google Maps, whether they Google um, aggregates that same thing across all their platforms, I'm not sure of it. But I believe that they have a rating, an average rating of (laughs) 2.1. Oh, my God. Don't waste your time or money. Try another Michigan meter instead. Worst meat I've ever tasted. Tastes like it was made the day before with low-quality ingredients. Uh, the owner is sexist and will <laughs> gladly tell you about it. No meat is good enough to make up for that. See, I thought uh, this was the ooh. perfect place for Kelly. Owner here is known to be a COVID-19 denier and misogynist on Facebook. Huh? Oh my. Don't you want to go wow. there? Doesn't that excite you? <laughs> I do love getting into a screaming match. With my with with a guy who's certainly not wearing a mask, he's <laughs> uh, yelling at me. Uh, this is not well, Tony. I, uh, I while I respect your 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 options, this might be one that we might have to. Um, a lot of people with a, something. He must have done something like really, really online. bad. This is the type of thing that happens when you do something online. You know. Yep. Um, well, there's problems with some of the, this one just makes it sound like a place I would never go. Great products to choose from. The mead was surprisingly tasty. Don't like that s- statement. Um, olive oil and balsamic tastings too. I don't know. Okay. Mm. I don't know what that has to do, but so, uh, all right, cool. Yeah. I, I was looking for a reason to get into a fight. Oh, it's in new Buffalo. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> I, okay, that w- that was kind of a joke one. This is perhaps um, the the next place is the one that I'm keenest for you to take a visit to. I don't know. Hopefully, it's in the right area. Again, I was taking a shot yeah. at the dark of how far you wanted to. Actually we know go. this one, Tony. We okay. know this spot. <laughs> okay, well, well, tell us about it if 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 you've been there and. No, I want I want to know what you think about. It. What do you think? What- about transient look and feel here. Okay, we've got transient artist ales. Um, their tap room, they were pretty clear on their rules, so it seems like it's fairly well run as far as COVID goes. But I just looked at their, their tap list. So we've got a German-style pills, and then we've got a pastry stout or a pastry beer, pastry sour. Pastry, for pastry I'd say this is a super fruited sour would yep. be my... Uh, And then we've got an oaked farmhouse beer. I've run across nothing I don't like. And then we've got a double IPA with mango and peach, vanilla and lactose, tangerine, orange, like perfect. Um, Everything looks good. Barklord looks outstanding. 
Pikes Out Insane. Classic, yeah. That's a good one. 2018. Yeah, the Sam sounds good to me, actually. Ooh. And yep, 2018 like Buckley, which is clearly named after um, Alex Jones's cousin Buckley, who's a DJ, um, sounds delicious <laughs> as well. And that's so a they have fact. a whole series of of Buckleys. They have like a, a one aged in Canadian um, with Canadian Canadian maple syrup barrels or something called Canuckley, and then they have a. They have Kentucky, Ruckley, and Kentucky, and they have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Bark Bark Lord is a rip on Dark Lord, you know, because they're not far from there. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Transient. Um, the only thing I would mention about Transient that is, well, first of all, the stuff that they don't have um, on their draft list is maybe my favorite stuff because they do a whole set of like um, spont spontaneously fermented and like wild beers and stuff. Um, that stuff is amazing and Saison. That's actually how they started was doing pretty much only that stuff when they mm -hmm. were based out of a different brewery here in the area. Um, but the only challenge they have and their, their hazies and stuff and, and pilsners and stuff are really good, but they have a, um, they tend, they tend to have a packaging problem sometimes in every once in a blue moon where you'll get a, uh, like one time I got a beer that a can of beer that just folded itself. Because it had like some air in it or something, or a pinhole leak or something like that. The yeah. can just like bent over and died or whatever. But and, uh, you are on holidays. This is when you're meant to take a chance. Okay, the packaging may not be great all the time, but you're not going to store this stuff for six months. You're going to drink it no, that day. I'm, I'm going to drink it that day, and I'm going to drink it on draft, and it's going to be better. Like their 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 beer on draft is absolutely delicious. So mm -hmm. they they crash into the uh, you know the the you know when you're running a small canning line, it's harder than it is to run a gigantic push button canning line, you know? So you, you tend to run into some more issues, but, uh, you know, transient is an excellent brewery and, um, has a lot of funny stories associated with it. And maybe I'll, maybe when, if we ever create a, uh, a, a Patreon or something, I will tell, I can tell that story there for, for our most, most, uh, private of listeners. Our last option, I think, you needed somewhere to eat. So I was looking for somewhere with a high rating and not like the metery. I wasn't going to give you a place um, with a 2.1 rating. I actually went for somewhere that had a terrible name, not the bare bones part of it, but the fact that they use gastropub in their name. It generally normally rings alarm bells for me. But I had a look at their draft list and there was one beer that stood out for me. I don't know whether you'll be able to tell which beer it is, why I thought you should check out this place and why I thought you should get a takeaway growler from it. I, I saw New, new Oberfalls on there. That's a good one. Um, oh, Weinsteffner Fest beer. You already talked about this today. I almost thought about putting um, Oberfest um, on on the uh, list because that I thought you could grab a traveller on the way past because that's sort of yeah, anyway good. there. I'm thinking you're thinking about this double pineapple upside down is probably the one that it feels like is maybe your uh, your fave out of this. Nope. You, oh, no. You, That's a funny name, though. You you read straight across it and then dismissed it. It is, of course, the Vine Stefana. Oh, yeah, that we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah, get that in a growler. I don't know if I would buy a growler. I feel, yeah. Do you think a 20, I mean, a 64-ounce growler for 22 bucks, I feel like I could just buy a. 
three or four uh, 16 ounce bottles, Euro bottles of it for <laughs> probably 15 bucks. But yeah, but I get you, yeah. It's, uh, if you're going to drink it all in one sitting, which you can because it's that beer. It is um, that beer, yeah. I, I'm thinking out of a growler, if you get it, take it back to wherever you're staying, drink it within an hour, that thing will be better than what you get in the Euro bottles. That's just my thought process. This place looks kind of good, Tony. I like this. It, the, it uh, does, doesn't it? And they've got the creamed corn from from Burnham yeah, Brewing. So two opportunities to have it. I'll have to peep their, like, set up with uh, COVID. Now, they're in Indiana, so you're entering sort of a, a no-man's zone with uh, with Indiana in general. God only knows what what's allowed to do there. Um but uh, otherwise, I uh, white cheddar pimento mac and cheese looks good to Hell me. Hell yeah! Speaking I will of have that. Yummy food things. Jackfruit tacos. Uh, you make me hungry. Yum. So yeah, these are good suggestions, Tony. I never actually, I never would have thought about any of these pretty much, uh, except for transient, which I already had on list. Um, we're actually going to. I'll throw out that there's a couple other places we have. Um, in the mix too. One place we're going to be going is Virtue Cidery. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Virtue, not, Tony. Um, not particularly. I did look actually, at them, but then I went with the meadery. I thought that was a better choice, better fit. <laughs> it, well, it's probably a better fit, but uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'll decide to. I, I've decided not to. I, you know, as, as much as I love arguing with people about mask wearing, uh, maybe <laughs> I'll pass for vacation at least, not to do it, but. Um, Virtue has a huge outdoor space and their cider is really good. They mm-hmm. make more like the really dry, um, like European style cider. Um, and it's really, really good. So we're going to pop up there. There's a brewery called Waypost we're going to go to that's been specializing in more of your like far- farmhouse. And uh, mm. uh, they, they just made a beer to coupage. They've been making mm. Hellas Lager. All that stuff sounds good. Um, gonna, gonna, uh, fly up there a little bit. And, uh, otherwise I pretty much, I've written out what we're, we're planning out the trip a little more than we usually would because you can't really fly by the seat of your pants in the COVID world. Um, so I've been writing down meals we're going to eat. And I noticed the other day I was looking at, it, I was like, I think I have pizza down for like three different meals. Cause there's like seven different there's really good, so pizza good pizza places down there, um, that do like wood fired pizza or Detroit style pizza or any of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, how many times can I eat different pizzas? And, seven days i'm from chicago so i built up a pretty high tolerance for, for it, pizza but. well and what's special about there's the pizza from from journeyman mm-hmm. their crust is made from spent grain yeah from like Ooh. rye grain from making bourbon though mm-hmm. it's, it's really good but it's really good so uh, in two weeks the listeners have something to look forward to it's going to be that i'm not here so get excited um because I know Tony is already planning a special, very, very special guest to... It's not um, that special. Come on. It's not like it's Kelly. We'll say, not, it's not like it's Kelly. Aww. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah we, well, who could top that? But uh, certainly someone that uh, I think our listeners will enjoy uh, having around. And uh, that, that will take my place for that week. But we'll be back next week anyway still to spout off some of our normal nonsense. And maybe we can... Uh, I'll, I'll try to get some more reviews out of Black Dragon Meadery to read out loud so that everyone, uh, uh, you know, can get a feel, full view of what that place has in store for us. I will make it a point to drive past Tony just so we can see what's going on there. 
Excellent, excellent. Now, I believe Kelly teased something earlier in the show, but she didn't actually talk about She had a story to do with a pumpkin beer and our good friend Corey. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I yeah. did, and I just I missed my window of opportunity right into Oktoberfest beers. But um, so, yeah, so my, one of my favorite stories um, about a lovely friend, Corey, we were at, were we at Bottle Works? The Slothly Bottle Works. They have a couple locations in St. Louis, and um, the one we were at was there. Not in the heart of downtown St. Louis, but um, it's in Maplewood. In Maplewood, and it's um, it's great. And so we were there for probably brunch, and had a, our our group of friends. And so we're we or, all order our beers and sitting around the table. And of course, the, our server comes back and she's you know asking like, okay, who was the you know whatever? And then she, and then finally, the last one on her tray is is Schlafly Pumpkin. And she goes. And who's my pumpkin? And Corey goes, it's me. <laughs> and it was just like in like that kind of tone of voice and just like raised his hand. And who's my pumpkin? Who's my pumpkin? Yeah, it's actually me. to, to the t- topic of pumpkin beers. I was thinking about there is a, a festival we used to go to and one. Well, and they would always make uh, just for the festival. They would have pumpkin stout, too. And oh, they would and use so the same good. sort of pumpkin whatever they're, whatever they're adjuncting the pumpkin ale with into a, into a stout, like a 6% stout. And that was really good, actually. Really, really so, good. Um, no, now I'm going to have to have a pumpkin beer before I go to bed, Tony. Gee yes. whiz. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I know. Thank Lucky you, me, right? Uh, so Tony, Kelly, I think we, uh, we, we got a lot of excitement, uh, out of this hour or so. Um, what do you say we, uh, close the book on our, you know, the first episode of season two of our podcast, Tony, huh? That is a new thing in podcasts. I hate it. I hate the season thing in podcasts. Unless you're doing a season-based thing like, um, I was going to say Scandal, but that's not the name of the podcast. Serial. Serial. Yeah. We are doing that. We're now at the next, uh, and this season will cover the, the Pumpkin uh, beers. after effects and the, uh, um, the, the misdoings of the owner of Black Dragon Meadery. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, here we... he goes. He's, he's saying, he's saying slurs and he's, you know, <laughs> not wearing a mask and he's dropping, you know, nasty racist words. And now he's getting a one-star review. Mm-hmm. Oh. If season one was anything, it was all about um, salsa. I think season two... I think we need to actually go old school. If we're going to add a um, second beverage. Plain to po- oh. Second <laughs> beverage to this podcast. You're just making me mad. But it has to be flavoured vodka. Am I right, Kelly? Can I get you on board? Yes. Hell yeah. I'm in. Well, we're going to have to have Kelly on every single week to tell us which, which, which whipped cream vodka did you drink this week? Um. And writing writing letters every week to uh, Burnett's. What what happened to cotton candy? When are you bringing back cotton candy? We can talk about three sixties Casey barbecue flavor. Oh, yeah, there vodka. is a Kansas City barbecue flavor vodka. <laughs> there's all there's there. there's so much to unpack this in the world of flavor vodka. Be a, this is gonna be a long twenty six episodes, huh? Um, all right, Tony. Well, uh, good news. If you want to keep in contact with us, uh, listener. You can do it. You can write us an email. Uh, it's uh, 
what is our email address? BeerEngineShow at gmail.com. You nailed it. So uh, you can follow us on <laughs> you, you can follow us on Instagram at BeerEnginePod. You can follow us on Twitter now. Uh, it's a little more irreverent than even our Instagram is. It's just whatever. I don't know what I'm doing on there. Um, but you can, you can check it out. It's uh, at beer engine pod. Hey, it's just like any, any show, right? You got to find your voice, you know, and I don't really have a good Twitter voice, which is a problem, nor do I have a good podcast voice. I don't think so. And we're still looking for that. Um, so yeah, drop us an email, send us a tweet, send us an Instagram and I'll read it. Uh, you can also follow us on untapped and you can come at me. I'm, I'm saying there and I'll read it. Yeah. And he's, he's St. Maz. Kelly, you want to give away your untapped? You're afraid. You don't. You refuse to. You unfriend people if you don't. If you don't know who they are. I, I, I do. I keep a very tight circle on untapped. All right, Kelly's untapped is off limits. <laughs> uh, and you, and if you follow me, there is absolutely no way you could figure out what it is. Yeah, so I'm good, not tagged. Good, in good luck. Check in uh, <laughs> all right, Tony. Any anything else to add? No, I think we're good. Good to have a nice voice on the podcast for a change. Well, other than my own, because we all know I need to have a soundboard made of my voices. To uh, I know. I don't think anyone's going to have an internet crush on my voice. Tony, I think you hold that exclusive title. Kelly, any pumpkin beer tips for everybody? Drink Schlafly pumpkin. Yeah, don't drink you, some Schlafly pumpkin. Just skip everything else on the shelf. You don't want them. Yep. All you right. want pumpkin. All right. Kelly says put more breweries out of business. All right. Thanks, everybody. Who's my pumpkin?